Welcome back to Study Me. I'm Allie Black, your host, and we're here today with D. Black. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the call for artists um, and some other things that kind of relate to call for artists, so just the application process and all that kind of stuff. So maybe if you could just start by telling us, like, what is a call for artists? Um, call for art is, um, you know, somebody, someplace, uh, some organization, some institution, some curator, some gallery, some museum, um, looking for art. Um, and they usually promote, send out, publicize that they're looking for art. Okay. I mean, that's the general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a call for art is. Okay. And, and have you, um, can you remember like your earliest memory of seeing a call for art and applying to it? I mean, if I'm being honest, the earliest call for art is probably applying to Cleveland School of the Arts. Mm. You know what I mean? So I guess my first formal call for art was in the third grade. Okay. And they, like, literally solicited you all? or Yeah, like, some spokesperson came to the school, um, and when they came to the school, they had, you know, the little paper that they stick on your back to tell your parents. But that was, like, the first call for artists. I mean, yeah, they came to the school. I mean, I remember going home and saying, Ma, there's a school for art, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's what they were looking for. They were looking for kids to come and audition. <laughs> To showcase their creative abilities. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, that was my first call for art. And you, you got it. <laughs> yep, yep, I you, got it. You got in. Yeah, I got in. Um, and so, it, you know, there's a there's a process that happens with call for art. Um, can you kind of tell us maybe a, a variation of what that might look like? You know, what do you usually have to do? Um. I mean, that's a large variation of what that might look like. Um, But it's, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different variations of how that could look. Okay. Do you, um, you know, when you're sitting down to apply for the call for art, um, is there any, I'm just curious, like, is there any component of it that you, you know, usually have to submit images or, you know, you have to submit the actual work, whatever your discipline might be, and then... There's maybe um, a statement or some kind of written piece. Is there, you know, do you like not like the written piece or, you know, is there any part of it that you're just like, oh man, why do they even need this or why do they? I don't like the call for art. Oh, you don't like the call for art at all? No. So it's not even, yeah, I don't like the call for art. And why why not? Um, The call for art. It, to me, the call for art seems lazy. Hmm. Like, yeah, it, it it seems lazy. Meaning, like, there's another. There's you think that there's another way that I I don't believe there's only one way mm. for these people in these places to find out what creative people are working on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me to sit here for the first time probably and ever say that my experience with calls for art started at eight years old. Mm-hmm. I've recognized the 
how it's changed mm. from my personal experience. Mm-hmm. You know, when you got somebody coming to uh, Corlette, it's all black kids. Mm-hmm. And then when I go to the audition to Cleveland School of the Arts, it's all black kids. Mm-hmm. And when it's when I'm applying for a, the BET competition, it's all black kids. Mm-hmm. And then the moment I got to college is when it changed. It was mm. me applying, but it's all white kids. Mm. And once it became all white kids with the call for art, my experience changed. Mm-hmm. And then I've just watched how continuing to grow as an artist, how more organizations outside of the art world has adopted the call for art as the primary way that I've been experiencing people engaging with my work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you say, um, <clears throat> excuse me, when you got to college, your experience changed. Uh, what do you mean by that? Oh, I mean, when I got to college, I started losing. Gotcha. Yeah, it was that. It was mm-hmm. going from winning and losing. And then in college, it was all losing. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, not not being accepted. Right. Ultimately. Right. And you um, you have to pay for some of these, right? Some of the cough. Some of them. Some of them you got to pay. And do you do you um, do you think that like the what you know like when you say you started losing, do you think that like the people who are soliciting the the, the artists, um, do you think it's a fair like representation of you know the folks that are make like in your experience is it always all white or sometimes is it? Mixed as far as like the judges and the folks on the panel who are the the people who are going to select the artists, all the above, all the above. And you know, it's not, it's not. I can't. I wouldn't say. I don't see. I don't care about representation. Mm. Um. So I can't sit here and say like, oh, it's all white people. So the fact that it's all white people is why I'm not being accepted. Mm -hmm. Because oftentimes I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I recognize that it's being promoted, that it's not all white people. Mm-hmm. So even in the instances where it is all, where it isn't all white people as judges, it just seems like, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's, it's like, uh, it's a very biased process, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like an organization would announce that we don't have all white people conducting this all biased process Mm -hmm. to get ahead of results that would show that the call or the organization is is racially biased Mm -hmm. you know like oh no we had it was it was a black person up there donald so that couldn't be the reason right why you weren't your work wasn't accepted see i look at it from a perception and perspective uh base like as the core issue. Like mm. if someone doesn't if someone isn't able to see from I guess my perspective, then I don't feel that the work is fairly being engaged. Mm-hmm. Or with with any artist. If mm-hmm. you apply and you showcase your work and the people who are engaging with it 
see from a different perspective mm -hmm. with the inability to see from your perspective, your work is not in a fair chance right. to win, in my opinion. Right. I got you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No matter who's on the panel. Mm -hmm. Because whoever's on the panel is already accepted. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. And if they're already accepted, in my opinion, there's whatever level of conditioning has, has taken place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can you, do you have, I mean, just listening to you talking, I'm really interested in hearing about um, some of the experiences you've had that kind of stick out um, when you've applied. Um, some of the experiences, I mean, where you want me to die, where you want me to dig? From? I mean, like, has there been one that has there been an experience that you've had that you can recall, like the process, you know, whether it was, you I know, remember all of them. you remember all of them. <laughs> wow. Like I remembered all of the times I've had to apply to any of this stuff. Mm. I remember, you know what I mean? Like, so I got a general overall feeling and experience. I mean, when it's time to apply, the first thing I'm thinking and wondering is, is this something for me? Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. And I'm usually basing that on what the description of the call is or what the theme of the call or where the work is supposed to go or what audience is going to see the work after they pick the work, you know? Mm -hmm. So... You know, I got a general experience, but the individual experience, I remember all of them. Mm, mm. It's like it's it's been it's been it's been kind of torturous. Mm -hmm. That's what I was gonna ask. Has there been like a a common thread, of, you know, throughout all of your experiences that, um, you know, you saying like it's it's been torturous or, you know, I mean, the most common thread is my reaction to it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I can my my physical response. And what is that? Um, what I listed. Oh, just wondering if I'm gonna get. Wondering in, if you're gonna get it. I thought you meant wondering like wondering if it's for me. Wondering who's gonna see it. You know that is the like I am the common thread. Oh, okay. my response is the common thread. Gotcha. Because when I'm saying I remember all of them, I don't apply to a thousand things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, like literally, like over thirty years, I've applied to a lot of fucking shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you think, um, you know, is is there anything that is, um, you know, quote unquote, good about the call for art? I mean, when I first started applying, like in college. Mm -hmm. I mean, I needed an artist statement. Mm. So I didn't have an artist statement. I didn't know what an artist statement was. I didn't know what my artist statement was. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of took me on a journey of learning what my work was about. Mm -hmm. So as much as I've had to create artist statements for a lot of years, I mean, those statements and those conversations and my prep for those conversations on paper helped me get to being able to talk about my work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's, it's always been stuff I can pull from experiences, no matter how I feel about the experiences. 
but it's been that. It's been the artist statement mm -hmm. and me being able to talk about my work. And I feel like the stronger I've gotten at being able to talk about my work, the the easier it's been for me to be able to identify being excluded. Mm. You know, not being picked or selected. Mm -hmm. You know, ultimately I apply for these things and I've had to not see being selected as the sole purpose for me applying. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Is there, I'm, I'm curious about the, can I ask you about the artist statement? Um, is there uh, is there an art to the artist statement? Like, is is there is there something that you think that they're looking for in in the artist statement? There may be something that they're looking for in the artist statement. I don't claim to know what that is. Mm -hmm. You know, but I I recognize at some point I rec I recognize that. I didn't have a desire to guess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm like saying? Like what it is they want. Yeah, it's like I I, I ain't about to try to guess mm -hmm. at, at, at what y'all want or looking for or what I need to say. I mean, I can remember applying to something and not getting it and getting a phone call from one of the people who created the project. Mm -hmm. And I could remember myself in that conversation with this gentleman and I said... Well, I mean, it's, I ain't tripping that I didn't get it because I don't speak. I just don't I don't speak the language yet. Mm -hmm. mm. And he said, Donald, you may never speak the language. Mm. And I'm like, oh, shit, I never mm. thought about that. Right. You know, right. I'm not trying to guess at what's required of me. I'm assuming I know what's required. What's required is for me to come up with the real statement behind my work. Mm -hmm. And in me at that time period, not getting a call for art or a fellowship or something like that, I thought it was based on maybe I ain't said the real shit yet. Mm -hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm thinking, oh, I ain't said the shit that I need to say. At the moment I say the shit that I need to say, then I won't either I'll get it or I won't feel like it was it's something that I still need to understand about myself if I don't. Right, right. You know? Right. And what is it like? Um, what is the rejection process? How do you react to that? Do you care? Do you? The rejection part of the calls don't bother me. Because I've probably been being critiqued as an artist for so long, you know. Mm -hmm. So the idea that I didn't do something right has always helped me push whatever I'm, <laughs> what I'm doing. You know, mm -hmm. if, I, if I messed up or it didn't work or it wasn't a, a wonderful grade or the reaction from people seeing or observing something I made wasn't a, a, a vivid reaction. It's just always made me add something more to it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh, okay, you know, you missed it on that part. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me press the issue more. Let mm -hmm. me say a little more. Let mm -hmm. me try to be a little more direct. Right. So the rejection part of it, um, doesn't bother me. Mm. 
but the structure of the 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 whole thing behind the call started to bother me once it was being pointed out to me that I may never speak the language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know something was wrong with the the process. I thought it was something wrong with me. I mean, that was what I was being taught. Mm-hmm. And I was okay with that because I was just already in a mode of fixing whatever whatever's wrong with me. Whatever I haven't figured out, I'm just going to keep working until I figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that I accepted and adopted a long time ago. But what happened is, I guess, in growing up as an artist mm-hmm. and having a a long history of experiences, it was like the more I was able to see just in the world that I'm in and see my my role in the world, you know, like kind of going from a child to being a an adult mm-hmm. in the world of making art and being a black dude, you know, I started to understand racism somewhere in the middle of there. Mm-hmm. And then I started to be able, and then I couldn't unsee, you know, the the role that race and racism was playing in my whole life. Mm-hmm. So that's when it started to be like, oh, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know something was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I was learning <laughs> that right. something was wrong. Because then I started to evaluate when I would be accepted. Mm-hmm. And when my work did get pulled pulled to the to the front. Mm-hmm. And to me, those experiences mimic my early experiences of being a kid. Mm. It's like when I'm competing against black people. Mm. It's like the the odds go higher in my favor. Mm. Hmm. And in my mind, it's because when I'm competing against black people, normally the call for art is asking for something that I feel like is already in my portfolio. Mm. Or... Mm the call for art is asking for something that I already recognize they're looking for or want to see. Right. So even if I don't win, I don't feel like I'm cheated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's why it's not, you know, like crushing, um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's not, cr- it's not crushing you that you're not winning. And, and, and maybe even in some ways, do you think it like motivates you? It's definitely not crushing not mm-hmm. to win because I don't make any of this shit to even be in any of these competitions or calls for art. Um, and it doesn't even motivate me mm-hmm. because I'm not looking at my loss as my motivation. Okay. You know, like mm-hmm. I feel like I get my energy from completely somewhere else mm-hmm. to motivate me to make the stuff and to pursue having it seen. Mm-hmm. Um, the call for art is one of you know, 10 different ways that my work is being engaged with. Mm-hmm. I just recognize that the call for art, like I said, I feel like it's, it's places has, have gotten lazy. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know you've said that there, you know, there's, there's rarely, I mean, I don't know, maybe even ever have you've, you've never really seen a call for art um, specifically targeting uh, black men. You know, we see 
group other groups targeted but not black men. Can you speak to that? Um I never see calls for art for black men. Um and it just seems like it's because black men aren't creating the calls for art. Mm. I was gonna ask you why do you think why do you think that well, is? I feel like every, you know, group of people in a lot of different variations of how people have kind of divided and separated separated themselves, I feel like I see a lot of calls for women, mm. artists. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's women creating it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I feel like a lot of, you know, quote unquote minority groups put out calls for art. Mm. And I feel like that minority group is the one that's creating the call for art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like it's a lot of black men putting out a call for art for a creative conversation to be showcased for and about black men. Right. And now that you've said that, like, locally here in Cleveland, I've never. Internationally. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I subscribe to shit that's showing me a call for art a day mm. 365 days in a year mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know and I recognize that the stuff that I I might fit in is kind of general mm-hmm. you know it might be portraits it might be protests it might be photography you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it might be you know it's, it's, it's always kind of general and it's always kind of uh, technical Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know, and sometimes it's it's black, but I recognize that it's is is not often it's not men. Mm-hmm. I don't even see no white man shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. And not to say that white men aren't the main beneficiaries of the call for art, because maybe they are. Mm-hmm. You know. So maybe just in general, that should benefit them. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I just know, it's, it's always feel like, I mean, just, and it's something that I recognize in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Have you recognized, like, um, over the course of your career that, like, any kind of changes in the, or changes or consistencies with, like, the themes for Call for Art? Changes of consistency. No, changes or consistencies. Like, is it, you know, we, we we're saying like it's typically all women, but like I'm wondering, I guess my question is like, as we kind of went into the social uprising and, you know, the injustices that were happening once George Floyd was murdered, like, did the call for art change once once that happened? Like, did you see more work that's soliciting black art or I guess one of the changes that I would say is as our you know worldwide public landscape is being affected by shit Mm -hmm. you start seeing organizations who aren't necessarily art organizations looking for the, the the topic of the the world conversation art. Mm, gotcha. So that's what I've noticed. I've noticed mm-hmm. that it's went beyond art based organizations to organizations that don't know shit about fucking art. Mm-hmm. Asking for, 
you know, some Black Lives Matter shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I've noticed. I've noticed that it, I wouldn't say that it's adopted by the 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 larger art landscape. You right. know? I would right. say that the 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 higher level of visual art institutions and shit like that are consistently kind of feeding into um, the brands that they've already kind of created, mm. the calls that they've already created. Mm-hmm. And maybe those themes start to take the shape of, you know, the uprising. Mm-hmm. But it's still underneath the the call that they, that, that their consistent call. Mm. Gotcha. I just yeah. feel like I've, I feel like it's gotten watered down mm. based on, who's asking for the art Mm -hmm. and what they really actually know or understand about art. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though clearly they have a desire to engage people with art. Right. But I just feel like when they don't know nothing about art, they're not not treating the artists like artists. They're not treating the thing like Mm -hmm. art. They're treating Mm -hmm. it kind of like a... um, I don't even know the word to describe it, mm-hmm. but they ain't mm-hmm. treating it. Ain't, it ain't these these places ain't engaging in treating artists like what it actually is, right? And that's like another problem because I know like when you're in the you know once you've from my experience and watching you um, receive the 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 fellowship or the RFP or RFQ or call for art once you get it, it's like once you're in it. As the artist, like it's like they don't really know what they're doing for this, you know, mural project or, you know what I mean? And I just I think that speaks that's that says a lot because it it is probably because these folks are not artists. They don't really know, you know, what it takes in the timeline or the you know, for 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 the project to come to completion you know what I mean well they I definitely feel like they don't know how they're a part of the problem I mm. mean I feel like when I go into these situations I consciously say okay I'll risk and take the damage that I'm going to experience for this work to go here or for it to be showcased here because the whole thing is the shit is shit is torturous it's torturous mm. because it's kind of like you're dealing with somebody who don't realize that everything that they're doing is like poking at you mm-hmm. and is poking at you based on the differences you have and the differences in your outlook at the world. I mean, for all of the reasons that you're a creative person, you know, not wanting or not being able to work a certain kind of way and interact with people a certain kind of way. And that inter- that inner that kind of way I mean is um you're not able to not be yourself like it's hard for you not to be yourself mm-hmm. and then you are working and collaborating with people who in my opinion have learned how to engage and not be themselves mm-hmm. and I feel like you know that's one of the clashes that I feel like I'm always experienced is this person who's no longer going to be available for me to engage with at five o'clock right who right. probably will never come and engage in the work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who don't give 
a fuck about my subject. Right, right. Or the main audience for my work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just a lot of unknowns that I feel like people have. Um, and I feel like I've learned it and recognized it based on being in collaborations and working with art organizations or art education organizations that was kind of led by an artist Mm -hmm. or a former artist being a completely different experience from someone who doesn't have a background in, in making the stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they don't come with the, the, the proper sensitivities you know, they don't understand how the creative's mind works and processes mm. enough not to continue to uh, stick their foots in their mouths, mm-hmm. like mm. continuously. Right. You know, it's like me being an artist and having to engage with non-artists who don't recognize that there's a learn of how to interact with artists mm-hmm. is very similar to me engaging with white people mm-hmm. who don't understand that there's a learn in there of mm-hmm. how to engage with black folks. Mm-hmm. Like it's very similar. Right. 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 <laughs> wow. That's really, that's you know interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I just lost my train of thought, but I, what I was going to ask you is, uh, do you, you know, has it, I know you've said in the past, I've heard you say, you know, during the the, the process of, of getting um, the acceptance, it's a hurry up and wait kind of game. Can you explain what, what, that, what you mean by that? Yeah, the, the hurry up and wait is usually how I describe You know, the way I'm engaged with is, you know, these are the deliverables that that you need. Mm-hmm. So an artist will be asked to deliver at a certain time something. And then oftentimes the artist um, has to wait on the things that they need. Mm-hmm. And often and, and a lot of times that the. I feel like the thinking part of the creative process is overlooked by these folks Mm -hmm. because they usually want what they want or need what they need tomorrow Mm -hmm. and ASAP. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it, it creates like a a level of, of, of pressure because it, it hasn't really got a chance to go through the process Mm-hmm. Even though you need it. Right. But it's like, damn, that's crazy because I engaged with you a few weeks ago and I'm still waiting on the response back. Right. Or you haven't even answered my question. Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of things mm-hmm. happen when engaging with people who don't have the sensitivities needed to make the the the, the 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 collaboration a smooth experience for the artist mm-hmm. you know these aren't all of my experiences i'm experiencing both you know i watch people you know 
call me two years in advance for shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I watch the whole situation be smooth. Smooth, yeah. Because their pressure is never being turned into my pressure. Because I would imagine that they recognize that if I'm under pressure, it affects what I'm making. Mm-hmm. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And if it's is is that it's just it's you know I would describe it like the engagement with the police, mm-hmm. where you give them information. And they extract information and they don't really give you information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, is you know, a lot of times places who are not well versed in engaging with artists and collaborating and creative process or don't even see it as a collaboration. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. the a lot of the places I interact with don't recognize it's a collaboration. Right. They engage with me like I'm their employee yeah. who knows more than them. In 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 this or in this area, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so oftentimes they're making it up as they go. Mm-hmm. And when they're making it up as they go, they need to hand it off when they've made it up. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. Uh-huh. So there's like they're constantly handing it off to you, so they can say, "Well, I told you." Right. You know, is right. is that? I mean, that's a huge model of. What I understand with 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 just work in general, mm-hmm. you got some people who that's what that's how they work, mm-hmm. and I could imagine you under pressure, you doing some shit you never fucking did before, right? And you got to deal with me, right? You know what I'm saying? Like right. I, I could only imagine, you know, what you saying when you get off work, mm-hmm. but do you recognize that you get the chance to get off of work? Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? Right. I'm yeah. I don't get a chance to get off of work, right? And I can't call you at eight o'clock, right? And you right. ain't gonna respond to my email till Monday, right? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's a holiday. It's the weekend. It's yeah. past you, five p.m. This is this is your job, right? Right. You know, this is my life. Right. Right. Wow. Um, has there ever been, um, or do you think, like in general, that the financial compensation complements the the amount of work that goes into some of these projects? Um. Financial, the financial compensation. Sometimes it complements what goes into these these works. I mean, mm-hmm. I've I've been fortunate to have a couple projects where every time I was frustrated, I could think about how big the commission was, mm-hmm. and that settled it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, I'm definitely a firm believer. Is if how much you're being compensated doesn't satisfy any situation that arises. You're not making enough money. Mm, you know, you're mm, not charging enough. Mm-hmm. So I feel like oftentimes, yes. Um, and then oftentimes, no. Mm-hmm. Is is the financial, uh, like the financial piece of it, is that the number one determining factor as to if you are going to even apply or no? No, no, no. Is The financial aspect is probably never the reason why I'm going to apply. Oh, okay. Um, and maybe I've applied to things only for a financial reason. Mm-hmm. And maybe that might have been the reason why I didn't fucking get it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm a, that's a big number. Let me apply. Mm-hmm. Versus mm-hmm. this is something that I would want to do if there was no financial mm-hmm. compensation. Um, no, so for me, for me, it ain't the money. I it's mean, I've been, I've been doing it. I've been doing this way longer 
then I recognized that I could make a living off of it mm-hmm. or I could make money doing it. Mm-hmm. The attraction to me is is not financial. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you like a sort of like a wanting you to dream. Okay. Is there an ideal call for art that you like, what would it look like to really be attractive to you? You know what I mean? Like what's the, what's a dream call for art that you would, that you would like? A dream call for art? Hmm. I mean, I guess the dream call for art would be anything that's asking for artwork created, illustrating the experience of the black man. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Any of them experiences. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you've never, you've, no, no, you've never seen that. I've been able to see myself in calls for art, Mm -hmm. you know, but even in seeing myself in calls for art, it's to me very contrived, you know, what was it? Uh, myths of the, what was it? It was one mm-hmm. myth. Myths of the American dream. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it was open enough for me to say, "Oh yeah, I got some fucking myths to the American dream." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And right. I can re- find myself getting excited about applying, mm-hmm. and not like, and just because, just because I felt like it was it. This is this is possibly looking for me, right? Like your work speaks or, to that, yeah. yeah. Or but and not like me, like Donald. Mm-hmm. But it's like the nigga who experiencing this shit, who feel like ain't none of this shit ever looking for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know the universal me, the the character that I am. You know what I'm saying? Right. In the American landscape, right? You know, or uh, from Tulsa to. Minnesota, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like the struggle for black, whatever the <laughs> byline was, you know what right. I'm saying? It's like, uh-huh. oh, this shit looking for me. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. It, I feel like I have a chance. Mm-hmm. And like I said, when I'm saying I feel like I have a chance, I feel like the nigga who is learning the same shit that I'm learning and experiencing the same shit that I'm experiencing feels like, oh, this is for me. Mm-hmm. But I can't ignore that the 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 calls that I feel like are looking for me are they they they, they carry a perspective of Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it carries that perspective, which means the work is engaged through that lens. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just feel like the work that we're making, black folks, exceed fucking slavery and police right. brutality. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yep. Like all that bullshit to me is creating this, this vivid expression. Mm-hmm. It's not limited to it though right you know what i'm saying yeah like yeah and my whole thing is that all this stuff is supposed to exist and i feel like more of it Mm -hmm. is supposed to exist Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what's the future for you are you are you done with the the call for art you done applying submitting or it depends yeah i think it depends no i can't say that i'm done applying and submitting. I think I probably comfortably go through phases where 
I'm not submitting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not pl- applying right now. But I definitely, at some point, started to hear the word submission. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. in a in a negative and derogatory way, mm-hmm. and asking myself, should I be submitting? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And not should I be applying to this whatever the fuck? Should I be bowing down to this shit? Right. You know. Right. Right. Like I've started to hear the words mission myself saying it to mm-hmm. the point where it's gone beyond the, the application mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and recognizing that, you know, some of my favorite creative people that are, that is not how they being engaged with it. Right. It's, yeah. It's interesting because it's like, it's very much kind of like the complete opposite in the literary world. It's like, the way to get, I'm not going to say the only way, but, um, you know, it is the process of submitting the work is like the top, you know, one of the top ways to get your work out there. But it doesn't sound like that's the case for photography or visual art. To There's other ways to get the work out there. I mean, I don't, I don't really see them. Um... I see it synonymous. Mm, gotcha. I mean, I feel like if if the creative person is pursuing creative purpose, submitting is only one way. Mm-hmm. Because it hasn't always been a dominating the creative mainstream experience. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So before we got a call for art, 10 calls for art a day for creative people, which we have now. How are these places actually engaging these fucking artists? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Before we on the internet and can post a post that there's a call for art, mm-hmm. how were these places engaging artists? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't show my book. Mm-hmm. When I was in college, I was taught to get ready to show my book. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into drop us off a disc. Mm. And then it's, do you have an Instagram page? Mm-hmm. Oh, you done went to my Instagram page. You didn't look through some shit that you don't know how to, you don't even know what the fuck I post. Right. You didn't went and looked through some shit and decided that I seen this or seen that. And you've decided that this is what it is that I make. Right. The reality is I got fucking three million photographs that I don't believe that the formal art world and landscape is evolved to the point where I'm going to be able to facilitate my work through it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was easy for me to learn that, oh, people follow the work. Mm -hmm. They ain't offering me no show from it. Right. But I recognize it because the people who come to your shows might have a experience that you can't control when they see the work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's like I kind of it was like oh okay so you follow the work oh you know what I'm doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which means I don't have to sit here and run through all of my imagination and try to convince you that this shit has value right right you know yeah. what I'm saying mm-hmm. I can work on other areas and other facets of being an artist mm-hmm. like what the fuck it is I'm saying what my message is how how is this helping me grow? What do I need to work on? What do I need to continue to develop? Mm-hmm. What phase am I in? Is it time to package the stuff up? I don't have to 
give you more CDs and DVDs of my work. You know, I, I've realized that me just letting people see it has made people think they are experiencing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I, I feel like that's not the case. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jaron just said it. He walked into the room. He walked in the house and he was like, man, it's crazy to see this stuff. Mm-hmm. He said it's like I ain't even, it was like he, he hadn't seen it before. Right. I'm like, yeah, because you seen it on that phone, you don't get to experience this shit. Right, right. He said, right, I'm looking at this. I ain't even noticed this part about this picture. I noticed that about this picture. And I'm just like mm-hmm. looking at the lighting. And he was just like blown away. Wow. Because maybe in his mind, Donald Black Jr., the artist, is those... 30 images that scrolled mm-hmm. up and down Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there saying, no, I'm not. Right. But I recognize that if I put 10,000 images on there, they're not going to get looked at or they're not going to get seen mm-hmm. the way that they actually really exist. That's right. been my whole hesitation from flooding all this work. Right. I've experimented with it. Right. People can't, it's, mm-mm. The, the 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 internet is bombarded with imagery. Right, right. To the point where people can't see. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's so much. Because it's so much. Mm-hmm. And there's no, I mean, I should, I've been trained on seeing, you know, there's no training um, on how to see. Right. You right. know, and when I'm teaching, that's what I'm kind of teaching. I'm teaching you how to see. People around me, that's what they're learning. They're learning how to see by listening to me talk. Not like I'm like, oh, this is how you see. Right. But ultimately, to teach somebody the camera to be a walking camera, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, got you. People people can't see. Right, right. Um, one more question I want to close out on. Um, it, you know, you just finished a, a comment about, you just finished on talking about teaching and students. So <clears throat> I'm wondering if you have any advice to like young artists who are thinking about applying, thinking about submitting, thinking about, you know, responding to an RFQ. Do you have a, a advice for them? The, yeah. The, I mean, the advice is probably what I was, was happening in my own head, which is, um, the application process, the applying process is not about winning mm. and it's not about losing, even though it's the, those are the two hardest things to ignore. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. It's, it's like, um, is, it's, it's productive to pay attention to the, the preparation for these calls for art and RFQs mm-hmm. and, and what it forces you to be able to do, you know, and, especially somebody who's not in a formal setting to where they're being critiqued every week. Mm-hmm. Um, the critique is good if, mm-hmm. if, if you don't crumble from it. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, apply um, if you feel the need to, right. you know, but it's like that, this creative journey ain't etched in stone. It ain't the only way. Mm-hmm. And part of it is rigged. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's, that's the whole truth. Mm-hmm. It's like, do it. Don't do it. 
Mm-hmm. It works for people. It don't work for some other people. Right. But right. it's like just use it as one of those tools to to grow from. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Yep. That's good advice. Because it is. It's almost like it's, it's a game. And, yeah. you know, you can play if you want to. You right. don't have to. Whatever, but what you, what you, if you, if you do play, it's like try to learn something while you're in the game. Well, you, yeah, and if you, uh, if you black, you, you got to learn something from the game, mm-hmm. you know. And look at the call for art, just the same way you look at how many times you've been pulled over driving a car. Right. This is just an extension of the whole system that we all complaining about. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I didn't know that. Right, right. I didn't know that it was going to be that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's profound because that's real. It is all it's all looped in together. What, what you seeing in other places, you know, you are gonna see it here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's 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 kind of that's what I've learned. Yeah, yeah. And <coughs> and knowing that, and having some perspective on it, I feel like has balanced my experience with it. You know, I talk shit about it just because I feel like I should be able to. I didn't invest it my life right. in it. Mm-hmm. I should be able to critique it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I ain't depending on it. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't I ain't mad at it. I just want to tell everybody the shit that I'm learning. Right. It's not the <clears throat> excuse me, it's not the end all be all. Not at all. Yeah. But you know, that's a that's a that's a hard lesson for some people to for for them to learn. Yeah, yeah. You know, I ain't waiting on the the money to make art. Right. And right. I learned that it's black folks waiting on the money to make it. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking like shit, I can't afford to do that. Right, right. Because I recognize that it may I may never speak the language. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much as always and um Thank you. We'll see you next week. All right. Thanks.